Sometimes going to the grocery store can be chaotic. There doesn't seem to be enough time to check the list, make sure everything is there, search for the best prices, and take the time to make sure you get the best quality meat. So let ButcherBox help you out. Giving you peace of mind, ButcherBox delivers high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust straight to your door. No grocery carts required. Humanely raised, no antibiotics or hormones, 100% grass-fed, free-range, and crate-free, what more can you ask for? What about free shipping, customized box plans, exclusive member deals, recipe inspirations, tips, and tricks? You really can't go wrong with ButcherBox. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breasts, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and use code morning cup to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. Hey guys, I have a podcast that I think you'll really enjoy. Proof, the investigative true crime podcast co-hosted by Susan Simpson of Undisclosed and Jacinda Davis of Evil Lives Here is releasing its highly anticipated second season where they investigate the murder of 18-year-old Renee Ramos. The first season, which if you haven't listened to yet, you totally should, saw the release of two Georgia men serving life sentences for murdering their friend, Brian Bowling. And thanks to evidence unearthed by proof, on December 8th, 2022, both Daryl Lee Clark and Kane Joshua Story were finally freed after 25 years behind bars. With that same investigative drive, Susan and Jacinda are on the case again, and this time, they are on the streets of Manteca, California, to find out who really killed Renee Ramos. In proof, murder at the warehouse, you hear how, on June 5th, 2000, Renee's body was found buried beneath a pile of debris inside a new Home Depot building. And how, despite tips hinting at alternate suspects, her boyfriend, 18-year-old Jake Silva, and 33-year-old Ty Lopez were arrested and convicted of her murder. Fans of true crime and investigative series won't want to miss this riveting new season. Follow the case as Susan and Jacinda uncover long-overlooked evidence about what really happened to Renee, by listening to Proof, Murder at the Warehouse, wherever you get your podcasts. Waking up to an empty coffee pot stinks, but you don't have to. That's why it's the perfect time to add native aluminum-free deodorant to your morning routine. Native cares about the products you put on your body. They're all about stopping the stink the right way. That's the native difference. I've tried almost every aluminum-free deodorant there is, and I can say without a shadow of a doubt that native is my absolute favorite. With ingredients you've actually heard of and can pronounce, like coconut oil and shea butter, you can go on with your day knowing that you'll smell great without putting anything bad in your body. Not just that, but none of their products are tested on animals, and almost everything is vegan, so you can feel really good about making the switch. And because everybody is different and experience products in their own way, there's tons of options to choose from, like a line of sensitive deodorants for those with baking soda sensitivities, plastic-free for those wanting to cut down on plastic consumption, and unscented for those who are all about their own scent. And if you're squared away in the deodorant department, Native carries body wash, toothpaste, and a new broad-spectrum SPF 30 mineral sunscreen for both your face and body. Native is ready to overhaul your entire hygiene routine by putting the care 
back into self-care. Stay fresh and stay clean with Native by going to nativedo.com slash morningcup or using the promo code morningcup at checkout and get 20% off your first order. That's nativedo.com slash morningcup or use the promo code morningcup at checkout for 20% off your first order. There were two more murders 15 miles away. When police arrived, they found the telephones and electricity lines. We have a... Weird homicide. A scene described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird... Morning. Cop of murder. What would you do if you saw a stranger in trouble? Would you keep an eye on the situation from a distance, keeping your phone in your hand just in case you needed to call 911? Or do you stand up and get in the middle of the problem? On May 26th, 2017, three extremely brave men stood up to a raving racist who was harassing two young women. Three men who, unfortunately paid the consequence for their bravery. So if you like your coffee hot, but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. On May 26, 2017, two teenage girls, Destiny Magnum and Walia Muhammad, were riding on the Max Light Rail train in Portland, Oregon, when a stranger started to spat hateful speech in their direction. The man, Jeremy Joseph Christian, started to scream at the girls, one of which wore a hijab, and both women of color, that he was a taxpayer, that colored people like the teens were ruining the city, yelled anti-Muslim rhetoric, and said that he had First Amendment rights backing him up. To say his rant was hate speech was putting it lightly. The girls were understandably terrified as the man grew angrier and angrier, and the train's operator came over the loudspeaker to say, Whoever is creating the disturbance needs to exit the train immediately. But Jeremy continued saying to go back to Saudi Arabia and finally to end their own lives. As the girls retreated to the back of the train and Jeremy's tirade continued, three men stood up and attempted to defuse the situation. Ricky John Best, Talia Samirdin Namkai Mesh, and Micah David Cole Fisher stepped in and Taliesin loudly told the man, you need to get off this train. Please get off this train, as the others created a barrier between Jeremy and the teens. When he continued to advance towards the girls, Taliesin gave the man a slight shove to move him backwards, to which Jeremy said, touch me again and I'm going to kill you. It was in that moment that all hell broke loose. Jeremy Joseph Christian, seconds after his threat at 4.30 p.m., pulled out a knife and began slashing at the men who tried to protect the teenage girls. Once the doors opened, Jeremy took advantage of the chaos and attempted to flee the scene, but angry passengers followed him, chasing him while calling 911, while others gave first aid to the injured men. When EMS arrived, 53-year-old Ricky Best, an Army veteran with four children, was unresponsive and could not be revived. He was declared dead at the scene. Talia Sinmiridin Namkaimesh, a 23-year-old recent college grad from Ashland, would survive the ride to the hospital, only to pass away shortly thereafter. His last words were, Tell everyone on this train I love them. And 21-year-old Micah David Cole Fletcher, after suffering serious injury and a severed jugular vein, was able to survive the incident. The two girls, though unharmed, fled the train so fast they left behind their belongings. Jeremy Christian was arrested just 18 minutes after the murder after he attempted to throw a knife at one of the arresting officers. 
As they dragged him into the police car, a dash cam caught him saying, I just stabbed a bunch of motherfuckers in the neck. I can die in prison, a happy man. And when asked about the men who confronted him, said, that's what liberalism gets you. Jeremy Joseph Christian, as the world was about to find out, was a white supremacist and self-described white nationalist who had been arrested for possession of a firearm and convicted previously of kidnapping and robbery, serving just 90 months for the latter. He was a transient, saying he couldn't remember the last time he had a permanent address and had become increasingly unstable as of late, in desperate need of mental health care. He had an affinity for political violence, posted neo-Nazi, anti-Semitic, and far-right articles on social media, praised men like Timothy McVeigh, attended alt-right rallies in Portland, and was an extremist in all of his views. In fact, just a month before the murder, he attended a right-wing march for free speech in Montevilla Park, where he wore a Revolutionary War-era flag and gave Nazi salutes. A rally also attended by Micah David Cole Fletcher, who was counter-protesting the right-wing group. And the day before the murders, he made racial threats on a different train, threatened the conductor, and hurled a bottle at a black woman who then maced him. Basically, he was a powder keg who was bound to explode. In March of 2020, after years of trial where he had continual outbursts, Jeremy Christian was found guilty on all of the counts against him, which included murder, attempted murder, and hate crime assault. On June 24th, 2020, he was sentenced to two life terms. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on May 24th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe.